What's up guys, welcome back to episode number four. Today I wanna talk about something that really got me through quarantine and something that I really think can help everybody out there and that is training any form of martial art, whether that be Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, boxing, uh, Krav Maga, whatever it is. But I wanna talk about my personal experiences and how it helped me through the last you know, six, seven, eight months and how I think it can help you guys through building your confidence uh, from a mental aspect. And also, the I want to talk about the physical change that my body went through personally, losing a ton of fat, adding a lot of lean muscle, building a lot of explosiveness. And I just want to talk about the benefits and how I think it could benefit anybody. I saw people in there from as literally five, six, seven, eight year olds, and I saw people up in their 70s up in there. So there's no, literally no excuse of why you can't, you know, get into or at least start. And that's always the key thing is starting, you know, boxing, Muay Thai, uh, Jiu Jitsu. And let me start off by saying that I am not an advocate for violence by any means. And I'm a white belt and I'm a very amateur striker. Uh, this is all very new to me and that's why it's exciting to me and that's why I want to get it out into the world um, I guess like unofficially I've been striking for like maybe two years put together if you like if you count health and whatnot maybe three um, but shout out to Kyle Irwin and Brian out at Navarra's boxing in Oceanside uh, they kind of gave me my first official start you know besides when I was like a little kid the Jefferson days like throwing on the boxing gloves and whatnot in the backyard but that's kind of where it started and, you know, took a, a hiatus. And yeah, in quarantine, I started doing some uh, mixed martial arts, I guess you could say training, a combination of Muay Thai, which is like kickboxing and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, which is like wrestling, kind of, but way cooler. Sorry, wrestlers, but it, it's cooler uh, in terms of submission and escapes. And it's way more uh relative to the real life and that's just an art that i've been wanting to learn for a really long time and i just didn't quite know what it was growing up i always thought it was like karate and then my mom put me in karate when i was six and i figured out how lame it was i really meant to do jujitsu so uh like i said i'll stop rambling on let me talk about the real topic and uh, how it got me through and how brazilian jujitsu muay thai boxing any form of mixed martial arts training can help you guys from a physical and a mental aspect so as a lot of you guys know, I worked in a commercial gym for about five years and I live in Southern California. And as you guys might know, a lot of beautiful people here and especially at the gym, you know, a lot of jack dudes, a lot of girls with boob jobs and Brazilian butt lifts and, you know, nothing wrong with that. But, you know, it's uh, very intimidating to a lot of people who are very new to the gym. And that's what turns a lot of people away from the gym. And that's what was so different about, you know, a mixed martial arts gym is, you know, no one is there to show off how awesome they look because everybody is there to learn how to survive, at least for the most part. Most people are, or some people are there for a workout. And even if you are there for a workout in the back of your mind, you're thinking, damn, if I really had to use this punch, kick, submission, escape, throw, whatever it is, I know how to do it. So that builds your confidence so much right there. And, you know, in a commercial gym, you know, you don't really get that. It's just, oh shit, you know, that guy lifts a lot of weight. I can't really lift that. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, you get that stink eye or you just hear people talking about the weight you're lifting or, you know, you're stuck on the treadmill and you see somebody doing box jumps, but you're so scared of box jumps and you're just glued to the treadmill. And, you know, it's scary to kind of get outside that comfort zone 
And I think the awesome thing about, you know, any form of martial arts is you have to kind of strip yourself of that ego and everybody starts from day one. And you're always trying to be better than who you were on day one, whether that be actual skills, mobility, cardio, uh, mental clarity. And there's just so much that you focus on at a higher level at a martial arts gym than you do, you know, walking into the gym and, oh, okay, I'm going to set my timer and how long are we going to walk on this thing for? Or how many box jumps am I going to do? Or how many uh, reps of this bench am I going to do or squat? And it's crazy because you're not even thinking about how many punches are you throwing? Or how many kicks are you throwing? Or how many times are you going to get up on the ground and get off the ground? You don't think about that. And you're burning so many more calories that, man, it leaned me out. And I'm going to talk about all the specifics in this. But uh, yeah, I, it's just coming from where I came from, it just made such a crazy difference. It blew my mind, really, to kind of kind of see where the potential of my fitness can go, not even lifting weights, not touching a piece of electronic cardio equipment. I'm literally just hitting a bag or I'm shadow boxing or you know you're grappling with somebody but you're drilling you know they're not trying to kill you or you know there are some times where you know you're live and people are trying to kill you and it's fun um, because you can always tap out and it's always a learning process and like I said before uh, I'm not amazing by any means I don't think I'm terrible but obviously there's a lot of room for improvement it takes a long time to get your black belt and uh, there's much respect to those guys that are out there killing it and that's why I want to make this episode from you know a newbie's perspective and a white belt's perspective because I want people to join. <clears throat> you know I want people to get into striking and get into grappling uh, for a hobby or for a lifestyle change because I think it's so beneficial what it can do to you mentally and physically. And one of the only negative things that I can really say is that I just wish I started sooner. And I just feel like I sacrificed a lot of time because I'm a little older now, it's harder to kind of maintain. Uh, throughout my you know years weightlifting and doing football and baseball and kind of just all the rough housing throughout the years, got pretty beat up knees, pretty beat up everything, hips, back. Um, but that's what I get. I just feel like if I started doing this stuff a little bit at a younger age, I would have focused a lot more on mobility. But you know, there's nothing I can do about it now, and that's why I want to preach about why I believe in so much, you know, this mixed martial arts training, because in the gym, when I was hardcore weightlifting, and it's so funny, because people say this to me all the time, especially seeing me now, you know, I don't even want to say my weight, but uh, it's close to what I was, you know, at the end of high school, I'll say that, which is pretty crazy. But, you know, a lot of times when I was bigger, everybody like, oh man, big swole over here. Like I got a, like, you know, some compliments and you know, I wasn't the biggest dude in the world, but you know, for 19, 20 years old, like I was, I was bigger. I, you know, when I just started working at the gym, I just stopped playing football and my only concern was just getting as yoked as possible. And yeah, you know, I was younger and I looked bigger, but dude, like my stomach hurt all the time from all the protein that I was trying to eat. And my joints started hurting. That's when I really started to really F myself up in the weight room uh, just because, you know, I was so young and I was just my only focus, my only goal is to get as big as freaking possible and, you know, try to crack the sidewalk when I walk down the street. And I think for my frame, 
the doctor legitimately told me I was obese. That's one of my whatever. Fuck the doctors. Anyways, uh, yeah, I was five nine and a half, weighed in at two o six or two o seven at the doctor. I was the heaviest I ever was, and he was like, "Yeah, you're obese." And I was like, "Okay." I mean, I, ha- I had muscle on me. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I was I was packing some some fat on there. But to hear that I was technically obese was like, "What the fuck?" Like, how crazy? You know, I'm nineteen twenty years old, and uh, you know, from then on, you know, I kind of calmed down once I became a trainer uh, in twenty. 15, I think, yeah, 2015, uh, that's when the training on the hardcore weightlifting, powerlifting kind of had to stop, um, not only for my personal, I mean, yeah, for my personal, but also my professional as well. I couldn't just be that personal trainer that only did weightlifting with people. Not to say that's wrong by any means, but that's just not what I wanted my game to be specifically. So I started getting into more, you know, more functional training. You know, I'm not going to say I'm the functional trainer and I do that exclusively but you know compared to what i was doing yeah i started doing a lot more functional training which was great helped me out a lot more worked on my flexibility you know as a trainer it's great because it's what you do but it sucks because when there's no competitive edge and you're not going against somebody you know when you're somebody like me i need to not fight but i need to compete against somebody you know and when you're competing against yourself in the gym it's awesome don't get me wrong um and I know this kind of goes kind of off topic and, and against what I'm saying, but yeah, it's competitive at the mixed martial arts gym as well when you're going with your partners and drilling and whatnot, but it's the most humble competition in the world because no matter who wins or who loses, you know, you're always going to keep going and, and no one's going to be deterred of, you know, oh shit, I got tapped out or oh shit, I got dropped with this. Let me just quit and stop. You know, it's, it's awesome because everybody gets something out of it. And nine times out of 10, your partner's not killing you or not trying to kill you. And they're actually going to, you know, stop and give you tips and tricks and, you know, how you can beat them. And it's funny because a lot of times in commercial gyms, people hate that shit. You know, don't come up to me in the gym and tell me how to do my squats. I'm breaking 90 degrees and, you know, my ass is parallel to the ground, you know, this and that. And it's so funny because especially being a trainer, working in a gym, I've had people come up to me plenty of times and try to critique, you know, something that I'm doing with a client. And, you know, it's usually an old dude that has no idea what they're talking about. And they use the same machine over and over. And, you know, I have to explain to him that doing a bicep curl, you know, it's possible to use something other than, you know, dumbbells. You know, you can use a TRX, you can use body weight. And it's crazy because some people that blows their mind. And that's why... I think it's so beneficial to kind of force yourself to go through that hu- humiliating. Uh, I don't want to say it like that, but yeah, in a sense, you have to kind of humble yourself when you're getting your shit wrecked, especially in the beginning, uh, you know, rolling with jujitsu guys, you know, granted, you know, if you let them know, like I busted up stuff like shoulders, back, knees, you know, they take it as easy on they, you as they can. But at the end of the day, you know, you're paying to learn. And at the end of the day, I don't want to waste my money either. I'm there to freaking work. So it's really awesome what it does for you from, you know, uh, uh, tackling your problems perspective, because that is what a lot of people fear doing. A lot of people fear, you know, tackling their problems. A lot of people, you know, don't understand, you know, why they're stuck in certain situations, but they're also reluctant to fight that resistance because, you know, they're comfortable where they're at, you know, they're comfortable 
you know, making a little bit more than they need to to pay rent. So it keeps them content at a certain job when really they know they should be busting their ass because California is going to shit. No, I'm just kidding. But really, they should be on their ass because everybody should be working on side hustles these days. And even from a fitness perspective, let's bring it back here, you know, a lot of times people get content and they get complacent with, you know, their gym routine or their lack of gym routine. You know, you're stuck on the couch and you've never been in the gym and you keep saying every year you're going to start doing this. You're going to lose weight doing this or you're going to lose weight doing that. You're going to change your diet and you never do. When you step into a mixed martial arts gym, you know, there is no other choice but to go forward, which is awesome. And especially if you have the right coaches who are really encouraging, which I don't think there's way too many shithead coaches out there anymore, but like having coaches and people around you that actually care about making you better is so much better of a feeling than walking into a LA fitness, for example. And as soon as you walk in the door, everyone's looking at you because how you look, you're too skinny, you're too big, you're too fat, you're too tall, you're too small, you're you know, too many tattoos, not, not enough tattoos. <laughs> Your tattoos aren't cool enough. Um, little shit like that, that would never happen in a mixed martial arts gym because that's not the purpose of why you're there. It's not, you know, a pissing contest. It's how are you going to be better today and tomorrow than you were yesterday? And not enough people need that, or I'm sorry, not, not enough people that need that are willing to go through the shit storm that they need to go through to really figure out who they are and what they need to work on. Now let's relay it back to me. You know, when I started, I was about 16, 17% body fat and I had been there forever. You know, at the end of the day, I'll admit to you guys, I ate like shit. I still don't eat that well, but at the time, you know, beginning of quarantine, especially, or right around the, the tail end of uh, my management kind of career, I was heavy and I wasn't like massive heavy. I was just fat. Like I just had extra body fat on me. I just loved eating out all the time. I was having fast food, not even shitting you probably every day. And yeah, it was really bad uh, just for a while. And even no matter how much I lifted weights or how much cardio I did, I could never really break like 15, 14%, like almost ever. And uh, when I checked right before quarantine or right uh, right before the gym shut down the first time in March uh yeah it was about 16 I think it was like 16 and a half percent and then uh we reopened in July and by that time I think I only had gotten like a month in before all the shutdowns happened and then already from July I think I dropped to like 14 and I was like well that's cool like after not much of doing any of uh, uh, much doing anything really except I did like maybe I got a, a few weeks in uh, of like some some jujitsu classes and like maybe a few of like my very first Muay Thai classes when I first started and then you know I basically exclusively only trained at the mixed martial arts gym for uh, I want to say yeah right around six months I'd say and it sucked because in that six months I did get hurt a few times so I'd maybe say I only got about like four months of like total training in but either way it is and was and is gonna continue to be a fucking awesome experience because not only you know you guys saw my physical transformation i dropped to 10 percent body fat and i've maintained that for probably about four months now and you know and i'm still not changing it my diet uh i'm eating a little bit better like hear me out you know i'm actually 
you know, going to the grocery store rather than eating out, but I'm not meal prepping all my meals and I definitely still get, you know, healthier snacks like nuts and, you know, granola bars and things like that. But at the end of the day, they're still shitting those. They're still sugars. And I still drink my diet drinks with erythritol and all the crap that I shouldn't have, but I like it. And I've maintained the look I've wanted to get for almost my entire like personal training career. I've now achieved that by I'm not even going to say not trying, but by like completely unintentionally, it's, you know, a combination of all the compounded muscles that are working when you're wrestling, you know, throwing, you know, I don't even know when I've ever thrown a leg kick in my life, let alone throwing switch kicks, which is like, you know, your opposite leg too. So I'm kicking with both my legs. So my lower abs, I'm getting that sick, like V line. So if you're looking for that, definitely start doing some, some kickboxing or some Muay Thai and uh yeah man i had like abs for the first time in forever and i'm not saying like like the two abs i had like it sucks because i don't have them now but i will i have like a four right now but yeah i had like a certified six pack like hard and uh yeah it was crazy and it was fun because i wasn't busting my ass freaking you know eating carrots and chicken and broccoli every night for dinner and hitting the gym five days a week you know doing stairmaster for an hour each day I think I was training three to four days a week. Granted, I was going two hours at a time. I was going like one hour of striking, one hour of wrestling. But still, you know, that's only four to six hours total. That's still the same amount of time you would go. But it's so much more fun. It's so much more engaging. And I gained so much, you know, confidence, not only from, you know, my striking and, you know, my self-defense aspect, but I feel more confident as a person. I feel like I already was very confident, you know, just being in sales and working in a gym for so long. And I feel like just kind of having that extra added security of like, okay, if somebody has me in this position, I'm able to get out. Cause I'm very claustrophobic and you know, it freaks me out when people are like sitting on my chest and it's nice to, to know a way out or at least some ways out against certain people. And I know it sounds crazy, all the stuff I'm saying about, you know, how, you know, wrestling and fighting another individual or learning how to fight is, you know, therapeutic, but millions, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people think this way. Otherwise, there wouldn't be so many gyms in the world and the UFC would not exist. And there is so much science with CTE, with contact sports, with football and uh, rugby and lacrosse and all these things, all these sports growing up that were idolized as a kid, especially to me and everybody else, I'm sure growing up in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, like football was the shit. And I could, you know, dude, 2020 and beyond, UFC has taken off, man. And I even think, and I mean, I don't even think the hard facts are there. It's the fastest growing sport. And I think by the time we have kids and our kids have kids, that it's going to be in the school system. And I think it should because so much of the struggles that I went through as a kid would have been solved with knowing martial arts or if there were more kids that knew martial arts that you know could have either checked me in the right way, stood up for me, or you know kicked my ass so much in a sense where I would have been like, oh, wow, I really want to do that. A lot of times uh, you know, it was me just you know, getting what I deserve. And uh, I feel like, you know, me knowing that there are assassins out there, I probably wouldn't have started so much shit when I was a little kid. <laughs> um, but that's just, that's the truth of it. And I think that anybody can benefit from it. You know, my females out there, I'm sorry, ladies out there, 
there is a huge number in sex trafficking and fuck that we do not do that out here so learn how to escape learn basic self-defense you know pepper spray and that thing on your keychain can only get you so far and you know if you drop your keys you're effed you got it you know i'm just <laughs> i'm not anti-pepper spray but i am anti-save your life or, i'm sorry i am pro save your life whoops so just make sure you know I would at least check it out. Go to your local Gracie Jiu-Jitsu gym. I go to the Gracie off Avenida Encinas. Shout out to everybody out there. I think I already said your names. If not, uh, Nick, Ian, uh, Edson, Steve, thank you guys so much for you know what you guys have taught me so far. Can't wait to keep learning. And uh, yeah, I just I cannot be more clear on the yeah just the the gain of confidence. And I can honestly say that I'm never going to train the same ever again um for myself and you know even when i do get back into personal training i'm not going to train i mean i'm not going to just just purely be hitting mitts and drilling with clients and whatnot but we're definitely going to have a much more uh much more thought out approach to you know mobility and explosiveness and recovery and just kind of that mental balance and it's just brought so much balance and center to my life that you know i just wouldn't be talking about it today in such high regard if i didn't think that it can help anybody out there from five six seven eight years old to older people that are out there you know people are crazy it's nice to know self-defense but you know it's also nice to you know kill two birds with one stone with actually learning how to use uh what you would do for fitness and what it could do for you uh, as terms of weight loss goals fat loss goals uh like i said physical ability as far as explosiveness core rotation core strength um confidence gain and shout out to all the friends i've made out there too um like yeah thank you so much edson for i know he's listening to me the other night uh when he was doing mitt work and tagged me so thank you uh andy i know you've reached out on facebook so thank you uh and just everybody else you know like I, i've been able to reconnect with like all the high school friends you know at this gym and uh you know they were they come from a wrestling background and you know, it's nice to kind of just be able to do a common sport with them and also kind of have that background of knowing that, you know, no one is there to kill you. You know, everyone is here for fun and it is nice, you know, having friends and, and being friendly. So make sure that if you do go to a gym, whether that be a mixed martial arts class or even a commercial gym, always be nice to people. You never know who's watching, uh, you know, a little bit of kindness goes a really long way, especially in these times. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we all want, you know, good business out there too. And good business comes with good experience. So make sure that you guys are, are real nice to your people out there. Don't be a dick, you know, don't beat up anybody, you know, hold the door open for people. Say, please say, thank you. Um, that is, uh, that's pretty much about it for this podcast. I, uh, I'll talk more and hopefully I can get, you know, one of my coaches on like Edson, and uh maybe we could talk about you know some some more origins and uh, as i progress i'll keep you guys updated but thank you guys so much for listening i hope that you know the message of starting some sort of mixed martial art you know gets across whether that be jujitsu muay thai boxing you know no matter what it is each one i've done throughout the years has you know really benefited me and it's almost, yeah, it's like completely changed my life just because I've always had, you know, 
a an outlet from a weightlifting perspective and that's kind of how you can explode but there's nothing like beating the shit out of a bag or hitting pads nice and crispy or even just like submitting somebody and knowing like wow i know how to do this because there's only so many times you could bench squat or deadlift before you realize you know the only way to go is you know tempo or weight and you know more power to you if you're trying to you know hit the olympia and i know there's some bodybuilder friends out there you know shout out to you guys you guys know what you're doing but the average person you know the general population i truly believe that the general population should be more focused on functional training mixed with mixed martial arts from the fitness perspective for what it could do to you and just how you're going to carry yourself rather than the toxicity of you know working out in negative places and i'm not going to say the negative i'm sorry all commercial gyms are negative but we all know how it is it is weird uh you know some people are very negative and some people are very positive and nine times out of ten those positive people are going to be in the mixed martial arts gym so thank you guys so much for listening i'm going to wrap up this podcast my mouth is getting dry as hell Thank you guys again, and uh, I'll see you guys in the next one. Shout out to all the Gracie Academies, and you guys should start boxing and jujitsu and all that stuff. Yay! Oh, thank you.